November 21st. Our reading in the New Testament today will be from the book of James, chapter 5, verses 1 through 20. Now in these last days, before the coming of the Lord, what does God want in our lives? Let's talk about priorities. To live only to get wealth is to rob yourself of true riches. It is to worry instead of worship. God knows you have needs, and He will meet them if you practice what it says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. And we need patience. If you've sown the right seed, you will eventually reap a harvest of blessings, so be patient. If others have exploited you, be patient. The judge is at the door. God has the final say, and God has a plan for your life. All life is lived in seasons. Perhaps God is preparing you for the next season. Be diligent. If you're going through trials, be patient. God is still on the throne. Don't forget prayer. Many kinds of prayer are named here as we go through the book of James chapter 5. Prayer for the sick. Prayer for forgiveness. Prayer for the nation. Even prayer about the weather. There's no need that prayer cannot meet and no problem that prayer cannot solve. And finally, we'll read about personal concern. Once again, James emphasizes ministry to individuals. Can you detect when a fellow believer starts to stray? Are you truly concerned? Will you try to help? Will you wait too long? And now, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. November 21st, James chapter 5, verses 1 through 20. Look here, you rich people. Weep and groan with anguish because of all the terrible troubles ahead of you. Your wealth is rotting away, and your fine clothes are moth-eaten rags. Your gold and silver have become worthless. The very wealth you were counting on will eat away your flesh in hell. This treasure you have accumulated will stand as evidence against you on the day of judgment. Or listen. Hear the cries of the field workers whom you have cheated of their pay. The wages you held back cry out against you. The cries of the reapers have reached the ears of the Lord Almighty. You have spent your years on earth in luxury, satisfying your every whim. Now your hearts are nice and fat, ready for the slaughter. You have condemned and killed good people who had no power to defend themselves against you. Dear brothers and sisters, you must be patient as you wait for the Lord's return. Consider the farmers who eagerly look for the rains in the fall and in the spring. They patiently wait for the precious harvest to ripen. You too must be patient and take courage, for the coming of the Lord is near. Don't grumble about each other, my brothers and sisters, or God will judge you. For look, the great judge is coming. He is standing at the door. For examples of patience and suffering, dear brothers and sisters, look at the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. We give great honor to those who endure under suffering. Job is an example of a man who endured patiently. From his experience, we see how the Lord's plan finally ended in good, for He is full of tenderness and mercy. 
but most of all my brothers and sisters, never take an oath, by heaven or earth or anything else. Just say a simple yes or no, so that you will not sin and be condemned for it. Are any among you suffering? They should keep on praying about it. And those who have reason to be thankful should continually sing praises to the Lord. Are any among you sick? They should call for the elders of the church and have them pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. And their prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make them well. And anyone who has committed sins will be forgiven. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and wonderful results. Elijah was as human as we are, and yet when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, none fell for the next three and a half years. Then he prayed for rain, and down it poured. The grass turned green, and the crops began to grow again. My dear brothers and sisters, if anyone among you wanders away from the truth and is brought back again, you can be sure that the one who brings that person back will save that sinner from death and bring about the forgiveness of many sins. Hey brothers, this is Will Northrup, Third Phase. Um, I just want to tell you all that I love you guys and uh, stay positive and keep your head up. Um, I'm thankful that I get to be home for the holidays. This is the first time for me in a long time, and um, I'm nervous at the same time, but thankful that I'm alive. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm super positive because of the things that God has done in my life, because he's, he's, uh, he's brought me from a bad place into a good place, and um, I can't be more thankful than that. So happy Thanksgiving to all you guys, and love you guys. Have a good day. Hi, this is Austin Hill. I'm the Columbus Director at The Refuge. If you don't know who I am, don't worry, you'll figure that out soon enough when you come up to work. This year, I'm very thankful for the example that the men in Columbus have shown me as to what, uh, how Jesus transforms people, honestly. Uh, for the guys on the farm, I need you to hear this. The guys in The Refuge are evidence to me that Jesus is real more than anything else. So keep up the good work. Thank you. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Tyler Clark coming at you live from fourth phase here. And uh, just reflecting on what I'm grateful for this year, man, is, uh, you know, just the fact that, uh, uh, you know, I'm not running around chasing dope around the holidays and that, uh, you know, I can go be with my family and, and with my friends and just be present and, uh, you know, just enjoy their company, man. You know, I remember this time last year, you know, I was... I couldn't be around my family, you know, unless I got well, you know, and uh, it's just a blessing, man, to uh, not have to live that way anymore, to uh, have the amazing relationships that I've been able to cultivate in my time during the refuge, and, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, how truly good God is, man, and, uh, you know, for you guys on the farm, man, I would just encourage you to uh, invest all that you can into this process, man, and just... Uh, you know, enjoy the ride, man, because right now it might seem like a long way away, man, but as a guy who's coming toward the end, you know, it's uh, it, it goes by really quick, man, and I'm going to miss this place, and, uh, you know, that's my encouragement to you guys, man, is just, you know, trust in the process, man, and believe that, uh, you know, God's got you here for a reason, man, and that, uh, 
you know, he's going to carry you through, man. Not only him, but, you know, the relationships that you get, that you uh, that you have here, man. So I love you guys, and, and good luck, man. Hey, it's Tim Ebright, fourth phase. Uh, this year I'm thankful I get to go home, spend time with my uh, little girl, Peyton, and hang out with my family. It's uh, been a long time since I got to do this. And uh, you guys, you guys will get there. The family restoration is uh, awesome. And just keep keep your head up and just stay motivated to get through this. It's all worth it at the end, trust me. <clears throat> Psalm 119, verses 1 through 16. We'll learn here that knowing and obeying God's Word will bring blessings to your life. That's good news. Some of which are given in the following sections. But if God is to bless you, my friend, you must sincerely seek the Lord and not just study the Bible. You see, it's not facts in the head, but truth in the heart that makes you grow in the Lord. Here is the first blessing as we move on in to this uh, chapter, Psalm 119. God's work can keep you clean. You must heed God's word and hide God's word in your heart. Campbell Morgan explained verse 11 when he said, The best book in the best place for the best purpose. You must also rejoice in God's word. Delight in it and meditate on it. Meditation is to your inner person what digestion is to your body. Psalm 119, verses 1 through 16. Happy are people of integrity who follow the law of the Lord. Happy are those who obey His decrees and search for Him with all their hearts. They do not compromise with evil, and they walk only in His paths. You have charged us to keep your commandments carefully. Oh, that my actions would consistently reflect your principles. Then I will not be disgraced when I compare my life with your commands. When I learn your righteous laws, I will thank you by living as I should. I will obey your principles. Please don't give up on me. How can a young person stay pure? By obeying your word and following its rules. I have tried my best to find you. Don't let me wander from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your principles. I have recited aloud all the laws you have given us. I have rejoiced in your decrees as much as in riches. I will study your commandments and reflect on your ways. I will delight in your principles and not forget your word. Proverbs 28, verses 6 and 7. It is better to be poor and honest than rich and crooked. Young people who obey the law are wise. Those who seek out worthless companions bring shame to their parents. <laughs> 